What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have returning guest and one of my closest friends, Tina Constas, is here. Hey. Hey, this is my first time podcasting in my new place. And it's beautiful. Thank you. And you're my first guest in a new place, so that's oh, awesome. Thank yeah. you. Well, and she's petting my mermaid pillow, my mermaid sequins pillow, because it can go back. I love textiles like that. It calms you it's down. A super sensory thing. It's yeah. so fun. That's why, well, I love the sparkles, obviously, but like I also, it's like squishy balls or fidget spinners. like Or like those little sand rake things, like raking therapy. I don't think I've ever done that. Uh, I think I I feel like they've made like a memes out of it almost at this point that it's like so cheesy. Like it's a big (laughs) thing of sand and or a little thing of sand and you just get a tiny little rake and you, you mess with it. I've seen those, but I haven't really done that. But you know those like squishy, sticky sands that kids play with? Yes. Those are amazing. So textiles, man. Mm-hmm. They, they were selling these like really cool squishy stress balls at Walgreens. I went there earlier and um, I was thinking about getting one for Shane and Aww. I didn't because it was like seven bucks, but mm. which is probably inappropriate. Like if it's cheaper than that, you know that something went wrong. Right. But anyway, so let's. Let's talk. Let's, Let's get it. into it. Let's do it. Um, well, first of all, your birthday's coming up. Yeah, this is my birthday week. Yeah, so it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. 33. 33. That's a huge number. Well, if you believe in numerology, which I, I don't know like how you it. feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about numerology, but somebody was like, do you want to do anything for your birthday? And I was like, I'm not that excited about it, except for the fact that the number sounds really pretty. 33. Like, just two odd numbers too pretty like just 33 two lucky numbers it's a gorgeous number it's a master number any double number is a master number it's like a gateway year really cool things you know once again i don't know how much you believe in it but um if it's good news i'll take it it's good news (laughs) well jesus christ died and resurrected at 33 miracles can happen yeah um and uh 33 when i turned 33 big shit happened it was like Half tumultuous, half beautiful. Because sometimes destruction needs to happen in a good way so new things can grow. So, yeah. I'm hoping for a good year. I'm hoping I'm like, I feel like I'm owed one. Not that I've been having bad years. I'm just feeling like at some point I've been behaving myself. I've been doing what I should be doing. I'm not getting into shit. Like, I just feel like this is it's it's beginning to be my turn. It feels like whatever that means. I get it. Like, it's almost like a breakout year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I th- I'm thinking of like a plant that's like been pushing up against the soil for a while. Like you deserve to have those little like stems and leaves or whatever you'd say, like sprout. Yeah, through. I've been trying really hard in general, just to like be good, be good at my job, be good at teaching, be worthy of people's time, be considerate, be kind. Like I'm just trying harder to be more self-aware. And, um, when Tina and I became friends years ago, um, 
I feel like we were, first of all, we were always good hearted people, but I feel like we were both making decisions that didn't necessarily, I'll talk about at least in like the boy area. Um, and I'll bring it to me since I don't want to share anything you don't want to share. But like I can say for me, um, I was making decisions that were based almost more on like impulsivity in the sense of when we desire connection and you feel so lonely, it's easy to just be like, all right, fuck it. I'll go out with this person or, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you and I both for the most part, um, I know me, you know, I've been celibate for over two years. It's like, it's not worth it. You get to a point where you're like, casual sex or whatever even casual dates you know like they they become painful at least for me whoever is out there doing it do your thing yeah I think I lacked a lot of like yeah I think we're so hungry for connection that I lacked any foresight for like what was going to happen via this thing I couldn't see into the future because I was so hungry for like whatever connection I could get right right now yeah like I couldn't see how destructive this thing was going to be which was obvious was very obvious to everyone around me what a bad idea it was but you know what to the everyone around you too there's so many people in relationships that look stable but they totally settle just to feel not alone or connected or whatever and the truth is this is the shit I'm on at least is like unless it's that like crazy fiery for real in love and love thing it's just not worth it I feel like you always come right back to where you were right you know and this is coming from someone who's been divorced you know And like, you can have the title of marriage or girlfriend, boyfriend or whatever. But like, unless it sets your heart on fire, which sounds so corny, but it's true. Like, for me, at least, it's just not worth it. Yeah. Do you know this is the first time I've played with one of these ever? The mermaid pillow? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, whoa. (laughs) Infatuated? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm with you. I'm with you. I think that a lot of people are doing that. And I think that a lot of people, and I'm not knocking them for it, and I totally understand yeah. it. And the older I get, I call, I tend to call myself a late bloomer. I realize what other people are doing a lot later than they've already been doing it. Like people my own age. Like I realized, I was like, oh, why are all these people like getting married? And do they really love this other person? And why are they settling? And it's because they crave, at this stage in their life, they crave that stability and they're willing to give up all of that other stuff just to have the security and I'm not knocking it at all. I totally get it. So I'm just like moving into this era of like, I would love to have the stability, but I want to make sure, but I will pummel someone if I don't find them my equal. So I know that I can't stop laughing at me, that I can't, <laughs> <laughs> that I can't date someone. You said it so calmly. I couldn't. <laughs> it's so true that I I'm, will pummel someone i will bully the shit out of you if you can't rise to meet me and and it sounds so wrong but it's so real and so true and i have been there um because it almost becomes this like play for dominance in a weird like you don't mean for that to happen but like when you're not feeling fulfilled it's like you almost like try to sculpt them unconsciously i scold people (laughs) i'm i scold them that's what i mean it's like when they're not ultimately fulfilling that thing which who knows if it ever is truly filled 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 but like you know what i mean like yeah yeah you end up getting mad yeah you end up getting mad you're like super mad (laughs) have you ever listened to uh esther perel Mm -mm. i'm obsessed with her so she uh she was she's made her way onto a bunch of podcasts that i listen to she also says some stuff about how like we we used to we ex- expect our partners to do everything that our whole community used to do for us 
Yeah. And she's saying it's also about changing your expectations and making sure that if your partner isn't the kind of person that can fulfill you and speak to you maybe about the books that you're interested in or whatever, that you can find friends that do that. Your partner doesn't have to be this thing that fulfills every aspect of you. You need to change your expectations a little bit, not change. Well, she's already talking about people in marriages, not change your partner if the partner is right for you in in a bunch of other ways. And so I'm just trying to be more realistic. I'm trying to, she also said that the people who are the most hopeless romantics end up single the longest because they refuse to settle. And she was like, and often like, I don't find that people who are single are disillusioned. I find that they are hopeless romantics. And so I'm just trying to, not that I'm buying in one way or another, just look at every aspect before I put myself back out there. Yeah. Every realm of possibility. And I think, I mean, lack of community is just an issue all around. Yeah. Like, that's what I love so much about, like, Native American indigenous culture is, like, they're so aware of how much we all need each other and um, and how interconnected we all are. And I can say from having been a single mom, and that doesn't mean I raised Shane alone, but when, on the days where it was just me and Shane and I didn't feel that I had that community, it gets very, very hard and lonely and you feel isolated and just a partner alone would not, um, whether you have a kid or not, but like, you know, it's it's great to have community, but in community, it's also important to not be fake. And I think that's the thing we're lacking is like when we do have a lot of people who have like the community, they don't know how to set proper boundaries or say yes or no. And then if you're getting resentful or taken advantage of, you then take it out on your partner. So I think like healthy community where honesty and boundaries, and you can really probably only do that when you're in the right partnership actually. But I think the whole thing feeds into the other. My brother used to tell me that like in some native American cultures, if the, if there was a person in the group that was having issues or even really, you know, um, horrific dreams or nightmares that they would always bring it to like nothing was left unsaid but in a positive way um like no sweeping things under the carpet and I think um we're in a big society because we're so many of us are ashamed of ourselves or other things that things go unsaid and to me that just festers and hopefully well we'll get into the uh Kavanaugh case things are coming to the surface and it's very um abrupt for certain people who don't want to face certain issues and for others it's freeing and like a breath of fresh air it's sad you know sexual abuse but it, it's not new it's not new, so yeah. it needs to be discussed I would love to hear your thoughts and by the way when I had Ritu on last week she came over she's like did you hear about Kavanaugh and I was like Kavanaugh not Kavanaugh Kavanaugh is means devotion and intention in my uh Kabbalistic oh my God, school. so cute so Kavanaugh Kavanaugh yeah she was like I didn't I hadn't even heard when she had come and then boom it you know it was inescapable boom everywhere and I became I don't want to say obsessed because I'm not obsessed with it but I started looking at a lot of the um, YouTube videos and the trial and because it's so important it's such an important issue that relates to more than just sexual assault and abuse so I would love to hear your thoughts on everything yeah uh, I mean where to start? So I feel like women are finally just having this moment where, and maybe I'm wrong, but I tend to feel like most of the women that you talk to have experienced some degree of sexual assault, if not rape, like through their high school, through their formative years. Like 
I remember parties. I remember talking to my friends directly after that, some of my closest friends, and then being like, I have absolutely woken up from a blackout and there was somebody on top of me or somebody next to me. And the the thing is for me that it is not because that person got black out that they got raped. It's because that person got black out and ended up with a rapist that they got raped. It is not in the blacking out. It is not in the getting drunk. It is not in anything. It is in the man, the young man, the boy to not take advantage of a woman. That's what, that's how we have to shift this view of focus because I feel like there's still too much like boys will be boys and like it's like a, locker room talk. Yeah, like we're or, like it's weird that we're still talking about like women being equals. Like you're not allowed to take advantage of a woman just because she's drunk. It's nothing in the being drunk. It's not. It's not even in the fact that she's helpless. Like we're help. We're smaller by nature. We're smaller. Like so, it is easy to take advantage of us, and we we crave approval just like anyone else and I feel like a lot of this happens in the in the formative years when you're craving approval and you sort of you really don't want to have sex with this person you really don't want to hook up with them but something in you fears that you won't have their approval unless you do so it's just for me it's shifting that yeah and I think I mean amen to everything you said and I think also really looking at the root because the patriarchy and the fall of the patriarchy it's not anti-man as the patriarchy falls it helps both genders. Um, but I would love to get into and hear your thoughts on why do you think so many men and young boys and boys in general out there even want to sexually assault? Because I feel like that's the thing that we really right, need to start right. talking about is like without even a blame because they don't think what's it's wrong. going on because our society doesn't tell them it's wrong. They think that they should be able to meet their needs however they want and they're we are still taught that women's needs are not as important as a man's needs we're still taught that like we're there to serve we're still made to be sexual objects in movies we don't have the same jobs we don't hold the same positions of power so they still think like that's an inferior person to me if i really want to fuck her i should be able to i can take what i want i can take what i want yeah yeah it's like complete dehumanization and i think a lot of this starts in the home right so because little boys are getting abused as well whether it's emotionally verbally or physically and sometimes by the mother uh, mother or father but when you hold in rage so if there's a little kid getting beat or yelled at and then they see this helpless person who's inhibited by drugs right it's like oh here's a place where I can finally take out or you know explode my rage or dominance onto because I feel so powerless at home and I think that's why we all need to talk about the struggles we're all collectively going through and how much pain a lot of us carry because and you and I've experienced this when we both taught in Westfield most people are not really talking about the truth of what's going on in their inner world and that's why I think you and I became friends quickly is Mm -hmm. because we were in and I'm not saying we were the only ones in that school but it, it was still the community there it's more of like how are you I'm good or it's like oh you know my father's battling this thing it's like oh I'll pray for him but like nothing really goes under the surface like it's it's um it's not like proper to share your messiness and I had you know this a couple teachers maybe more than a couple that did not appreciate because I got the job and then went through a divorce pretty quickly and it was almost this attitude of like you better shut that in like you don't show us your mess like right I felt like I got 
people came after me almost for being quote unquote messy emotionally. Okay. And I feel like the more we can admit that a lot of us have these emotions, you know what I mean? Like even if it looks like we're doing all right or whatever, a lot of us are struggling and a lot of times they're unheard stories. Um, but yeah, and the way I, I think to make I can that, hear Jada down there. Yeah, and the way to make that feel, or just like, and I understand that you can't totally express that stuff at work. Yes. There has to be like a level of decorum to keep your job fully functional. But the fact that we're taught not to share any of it, that it should be totally personal, that we should never show any of our faults. It's just, it's impossible to live up to. Yeah, It exactly. dehumanizes us in a totally different way. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh sorry, I'm like distracted. Me too. I'm so downstairs. distracted. I know. Um so I guess I'll talk about my living <laughs> Hey guys, we're podcasting. It's all good though. I don't even think no, they can hear you. Yeah. So right now, so I moved in to a new place. Yeah. You know, but um <laughs> so my my ex-husband and his new wife, they're currently living downstairs, but moving out of it right now. So it's a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Close for comfort. <laughs> but it's a really beautiful place. Uh, and now there's vacuum. And now there's a vacuum. Hopefully yeah. you can't hear it. But it's one of those situations where I can't complain. No. Or maybe that's an illusion, but I really feel like I can't. Well, you feel thankful. So yes. you're willing to deal with some other little things in, in the interim. Yeah. And I know it's going to, but you know. It's going to get better, but it's definitely sitcom-esque at the moment. Absolutely. But no one's into it. It's not like, like, yeah. It is like a sitcom. It is. I I mean. Until you said that, I didn't even think about that. And we've kind of joked about it, but like, I think because of my um, background as a comedian, like I can take things like this and roll with it a lot easier than most. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So like, I definitely feel for her. Um, Because I'm sure she's like, what? But at the same time, it's like every new wife's nightmare. The ex-wife is upstairs. uh, Yeah, yeah, it's not. I'm sure it's not fun. However, once again, it's not my favorite. However, I'm appreciative. And and, and honestly, you're allowed to feel both those things at the same time. Yes. And we're all basically doing this for Shane. Right. And I think that's like our common denominator is who doesn't love him. Right. He's just a good fucking kid. He's a great kid. I love that kid. Yeah. And he always like talk about non-duality. You know, he's always able to like for real see everyone's side and everything. Um, And sweet. Yeah, it's really cool. And he's helped me heal a lot of my things just by him being so loving to, you know, all ends in many ways. Okay. Anyway. um, So back to the to the case, I think. um, Well, first of all, whoever doesn't believe Dr. Ford. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying, though? Like, it's like some people yelling, there's there's no evidence. I'm like, bitch, that shit happened 30 years ago. The evidence is the story she's telling you. And then I've had other people being like, oh, it's a very convenient time to sell this story. I'm like, fuck, yeah, it's a convenient time. (laughs) If somebody did that to me and they're going up for a Supreme Court nomination, I'd be like, let's pump the brakes. I maybe have some shit to say right now. It's the perfect time to say it. Yeah. Of course, because she sees a man who did something very evil and corrupt and she hasn't said it, but she's already watched him do quote unquote well in his life. Right. But suddenly she was like, no, I can't. This is too far. She it's hit her much. limit. She yes. hit her limit. She was like, I'm, I cannot. And of course it's in the wave of this movement. Women are feeling empowered. They're feeling like, you know what? I don't have to take this anymore. I don't have to watch this man who abused me, who assaulted me 
go on to the Supreme Court. That shit is just too far. It's too far. And so she said something. And it's just amazing to me because the people are like, what is the likelihood that that happened? It's pretty fucking good because I went to high school. We all went to high school. We were all at those parties. I'm sorry if you weren't at those parties, but also sorry, not sorry, but also maybe you missed some shit you didn't need to experience. Yeah. But most of us went to at least one of those parties where a couple doors got closed and you didn't know what the fuck was going on and boys are being disgusting. Like, I just know that. A I had some parties where the girls were being gross too. I'm not, yeah, I'm not there saying There was like that. one like in high school there was like a sex party party. It, it wasn't branded like that mm-hmm. but like it turned into one and I remember hearing about that's why when like some people from my high school try to act now like so together I'm like bitch I remember what you did at a sex party. I wasn't fine. even there. It's fine. No it's yeah. fine but I'm saying like when you right. get too uppity and right. re- like and you act right. that I'm like honey I got a good memory. I, have, you know what I, mean? I remember. Let's not get too right. judgy there. Right. So I just feel like it's it's such an equalizer when you can say, hey, did you ever go to a party in high school? You did. So you know that that happened. Either it was you or it was your friend. It was something you heard about. We all experienced and heard those stories. So the likelihood is good. Very good that that happened. And it also is good that it felt like abuse to her. Oh, I mean, it was. And, and to him, it felt like no big deal. Because he still believes that it was no big deal. Like yeah. that it, he probably doesn't remember it happening because he just let it go. Like it didn't even register in his subconscious because he felt entitled to do that. Well, he's almost mad that he's been, um, what's the word? Inconvenienced. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like he has this entitlement of like, how dare you inconvenience me right now and disrupt my, what I'm trying to do. It's like, wait a second. Like, he brought this upon himself and in terms of those parties because I'm sure you've read a lot of this so he was like a frequent partier back then yes he was young but these parties they would um put either grain alcohol or like quaaludes they they would purposely quaaludes aren't even legal anymore (laughs) well they would purposely get galoods anymore that's not a thing yeah they would purposely drug or or make the um the drinks there even more intoxicating than people would think with the point of, okay, let's see how many girls get so um, uninhibited or unable to even protect themselves because they're so drugged out. And then they would run train on those girls. They would bring them into a room and there would be a line of boys raping a girl, taking turns who could not defend herself because she had been so intoxicated. Um, So I'm not sure if he was ever one of the guys to be in the train of in that way but him and his friend were um constantly at these parties and then of course there were instances where he would do things like he did well she's the only one that's come out from that thing but there have been other women saying now that they were also um sexually assaulted by him so you know <laughs> i mean to talk about lack of i wouldn't even call the world word respect but it's almost like lack of acknowledgement that that is a full living breathing conscious human being like that is just an object to all of those boys and I can imagine clearly that in order to do something like that you truly have to think that or else how would you go through you're so removed yeah from your soul at that point to be able to but but there's a sickness within our society and that's part of the patriarchy falling it doesn't just affect men women it's about racial issues it's about how we treat the environment animals it's like when we become so removed 
and we like are like let's get rid of the fucking parks and just dig for oil it's all it's all of this like mine 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 it's greed it's like what you see in the movie avatar it's like it it affects it's a sickness that affects everything and until we really get to the root of this thing and people start doing real healing work because when you're that angry and that suppressed whether or not you're actually assaulting people but the fact that you want to go and get that fucking fucked up anyway and drunk to run from your problems I'm not against drinking or smoking or whatever but when you're getting to the point where you're like having to run from your feelings because you're in that much pain man it's like we we need to start speaking the language of I'm battling depression I'm battling anxiety I need to see someone I need to like it has to be less taboo right to discuss these things um and that, to me, is what I think is going to actually and and what's going on now of just people speaking up and yeah and saying I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. Almost every woman has a story, and I think every almost man everyone. does too. Right? I think if men start speaking up, which is yet to catch on, is that men are allowed to be vulnerable and to be victims in whether it was sexual assault or being hit by parents or whatever. We all need to start speaking this pain that we hold. Well, on I think to. that's what would happen if we could make our if we could say we don't accept this then men would turn around and slowly be able to start saying i don't accept this either yes i don't want this i feel vulnerable like if that whole shift would happen that that's what we and you were discussing before we started uh, talking was that like the patriarchy falling is not about taking down men it's never about it's just talking about the one-sidedness of the whole situation that's the patriarchy falling we need to be able to look at women and say like women are also valuable women like which is a crazy thing to have to say out loud but like they also have a position of whatever every single feeling a man has and once you raise them up to that platform men can have more quote-unquote feminine feelings well men do have feminine well they can still feel at ease to express them but uh, of course they have them. Right. Yeah. My, my point is, is like, and I get why people are terrified to show their vulnerability is we have bullying is real, yeah. like in, in high schools and everywhere, you know? So it's like, it's not cool when you cry or when you're wounded, but it's, it's changing. And I think like the more we can be like, cause I'm even like, I, I can trick myself because I, on one hand, I'm a tough bitch. I know you can relate to this, but like, even though we're tough and that's real, there's a badass bitch thing we're also so sensitive and like, and I'm not, I'm saying that for everyone though, across yeah, of the course. board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when we can start being like, no, that actually really hurt my feelings. Even if it seems like it was quote unquote small, mm-hmm. you know, it's like speaking up when we're hurting instead of thinking we have to mask it. That's what ultimately is shifting and needs to shift here. And man, like the past two years have been, I mean my whole life, but the past two years, part of my healing work has been really um trying to admit to just what my feelings are even if my even if I want to throw out my feelings or make them different than what they are I feel like embarrassing yeah yeah. and it's like look my feelings are my feelings you know um and and it's brave to admit to them but I still hold back a ton because I think privacy is crucial as well especially when it's on a public podcast but like it really it's really hard to put your feelings out there and your heart on your sleeve and be like, this is how I feel. Um, but I'm hoping and I pray for a world where we can all start feeling safe to be like, hey, you know, these are my feelings. Right. And, and that that's really what hurt. this woman's doing. Yes. She's doing all of that. She's she's putting herself out there and she her worst fears are being realized yes. that people are still not going to believe her because it serves them better to say he didn't do it so that they can gain their political position. And you're just like this. 
And for the people that like are just for him that don't know him, it's almost like that same sweeping it under the it's like they don't want their lives to be disrupted. It's like they want to go on pretending that not just him, but men that are like him, like everything's okay. And you kind of compared it to this whole like blue lives matter thing. And first of all, let me say, of course, I don't want cops to be killed. Same. Okay. Like, of course. Um, but I would love to hear what you were saying before about how it compares to that thing. My position on that is sort of that if you need to stand by Trump or you need to stand behind white supremacy, it's because you're so afraid that you don't have any value. And the last thing that you're hinging your value on is the fact that you're white and you feel like it gives you and it does give you like a position of authority or just convenience and you're so afraid to lose that because then you'd actually have to do shit so you're just clinging to white supremacy and it's the same thing in blue lives matter because there's no reason that you would get behind cops like that like i support i have friends who are policemen i have friends who have husbands who are policemen I don't want anything to happen to them. I'm thankful for them. They have shown up for me when I've gotten injured. I love, and I'm not saying they're all bad or they're all good, but I love the work that they do and I'm thankful for it. But the reaction to Black Lives Matter being Blue Lives Matter is ridiculous to me because... Or All Lives Matter. Same thing. All Lives Matter is even more obvious. Of course, (laughs) yes, we all matter. That's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. And we're saying these people who are being underserved matter. And we need to say that emphatically and separately because they have been swept under the rug. Like you've been saying, like these people have been getting killed because of the color of their skin at a higher rate. And it is a higher rate. You can find the statistic. It exists. People of color get killed more frequently. And so to fire back to Black Lives Matter, it it sounds racist. And, and if that's a position that you hold, that blue lives matter, why are you holding that position? Is it because you don't want to acknowledge that black people are getting killed more frequently? Like, why are you holding on to that so dearly? Or you're so afraid that people are going to expose your people, your cop people as racist? What is it? What is this blue lives matter thing that you're holding? Nobody says the cops don't matter. But we're saying statistically, these this amount of people are being underserved and killed. Forget underserved, literally murdered. So I just feel like all of that has to do with, even with the patriarchy that it's... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. White men in charge and people are holding on to for dear life to make sure that doesn't change. Well, when you look at like the pictures, not just of like the Supreme Court, but like when you go to like any municipal building, it's just usually tons of white men. Like when you look at the pictures yeah. that are up there, you know, like we like diversity just needs to happen yesterday and like it's gonna it's gonna be good for everyone right like whatever I mean it's so obvious to us I know (laughs) that it's almost hard for us to articulate that's where I just got now that's where I heard your whatever and you're like fuck it I can't even do it it's like yes 
I, there's no reason that you should look at this person differently or this person differently. It'll be great when we're all just people and we can all just live our lives. There's no reason that you need to be better than that other person because yeah. of your skin color. It's not necessary. Yeah. Well, I hate to bring her into this because I know she totally wants her privacy, but Ooh. my ex-husband just married an amazing, so she's, I won't give her name, <laughs> she's um, an Indian neurosurgeon. And, a, and that's a field that's very dominated by male. Yeah. Men, you know, and like, I think it's just dope when um, not just women of color, but that's to me kind of extra dope. But like um, when women just go for it in Hell fields yeah. that are so dominated by men, it's like things are slowly changing, but we just need to get behind it and like root for it. And and those of you who are scared, I promise, like when you really surrender to this thing and to being more vulnerable and to community in general, it's going to benefit all of us. And those of you who are fighting it, like... I mean, karma is a real thing. So like you're really fighting shit like is. this. I really oh, hope it, it is. is. We're going to be seeing, and I, and I say this and I sound like a sociopath when I say this. So I like feel always get a little cringy when I say yeah, it, but yeah, like, get, like those of you who are fighting it, it's like, not, and none of you are listening to my podcast. Of course, You know what of I mean? Course. I'd be the one you'd hate yeah. the most, but like the people who are fighting it, you don't have to like, well, sometimes you do have to fight them the way Dr. Ford is. But what I mean is, is like, if there's someone in your life, that's like really being an asshole like trust that like first of all their physical body's probably going to cave in on them physical problems are right. real and yep. we have that much hate it festers yeah and then also like th- i mean i said this one time and i felt so bad i was like let the forest fires get them <laughs> oh my god i mean no disrespect for who anyone for the forest fires really got no no of yeah. course of course but i'm saying like there are things that can happen to you know yeah yeah. yeah. i sound I so, so evil saying that because there are people who get those things that should not but yeah. like just everyone needs to start waking up in the sense of like i had women even where you mine. live yeah like some people oh, who are in ha- awful flood areas like i hate to say this get out like just get out get out like there are some areas that just keep getting hit over and over and it's like I feel for you, but like sometimes it's just time to relocate. And it's hard because I'm sure it's It's a lot less expensive to live there because it's a flood zone and no one wants to live there and all those issues. I totally get it. Of course. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not trying to be insensitive to that. But at the end of the day, what it's you versus Mother Nature, though? No, like, you're going to lose every you're time. You're going to lose. And like every year the hurricanes come. Every year is hurricane season. They can predict it to like the day. And then all of a sudden there's fucking five hurricanes, five tropical storms <laughs> and depressions all in a row. And, and you're, you're like, watching the videos of the rivers down streets yeah. and you're just like, and you're and just and it's like, awful. oh shit, I remember this from last year too. And the year before. Yeah. And the year before. And it's not, I'm trying not trying to make light or saying anyone no, deserves not. it. No, we're not. But at some point you have to really look at your life and be like, how, like even before I moved here, um, I, you know, my, my rent was just a lot in the other place for me. It mm-hmm. was a good deal, but yeah, for me yeah. it was a lot. And like the drive in the morning was hard on me. And right. I, and I was like fighting to stay there. And at some point I said, the universe is pushing me somewhere else. Yeah, I need to out. listen. And I've been pushed enough that I know now that when I resist the push, it sucks. So I try to now go with like the force of life. And I have to say my life force lately, since I've moved, um, I feel more active. Like there's something that shifted too, where I just feel like I have more energy to well, get things done. Well, this space will definitely, I know you guys can't see the space, but Kate's on a second floor and there are just huge windows everywhere and it's all tree surrounded. So when you look out her windows, you actually can't see anything but trees and some blue sky. And I feel like as I'm an interior designer, so spaces have such a big effect on you. Yeah. And the ceilings are pretty high in here too. And it's so bright. So just having this shift in environment can be really invigorating. Yes. Just looking out your window and seeing nothing but trees is, is so good for you. Yes. Agreed. Um, 
And the fact that I already breastfed the squirrels in the neighborhood really yeah, helps. Yeah, you guys are no. close. <laughs> They're like, oh, she's back. <laughs> Those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm joking, but I did breastfeed a squirrel years ago while actually in this house on the first floor before this addition was made. And But I didn't put it up to my actual breast. No? Squeeze it into a cup. No. There you go. That's I fair. would never put a squirrel's mouth to my boob. No, never weird. say never, but yeah, I, was, I would never. Yeah. <laughs> Can you talk about Kanye? Yes. Yeah. You talk about Kanye first. Okay. So Kanye West was on Saturday Night Live last night. I did not watch the full thing. I actually probably will. I have on demand. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, didn't I did watch it see. Either. I saw a clip. It like posted up on Instagram. Me you know, too. like. And I was like, what the hell is this? So then I had to YouTube the full clip. And he is wearing a Make America Great Again cap and he's performing and, and i preaching guess love while preaching love and i guess an audience member was like yelling something or making fun of him or something because he's wearing a very pro-trump hat on snl um and then you can describe i showed tina the video but i'll have you i mean he, he goes off he like stops the song and goes on a rant <sighs> that in a way the rant sounds good in a way if you take it out of the because he's going like follow your heart get out of your head and like of course I would post a quote like that however in relation to what he's preaching about I'm like no I just don't get it part of me almost wants to talk to so I such a hot button issue like well he's basically saying people tried to bully him into not wearing right I wish I'm sure they did and (laughs) I get it um but I'd also I'd quote unquote bully someone to not wearing a Nazi hat as well. Right. And I'm sure there are people who freak out when you say that. Like that's of course. not what Make America Great is about. But you're like, what are you what the Nazi is symbols about harmony in the Native American Right, but uh, I think that like what is language. what is the stance? What is the what is the sentiment behind that hat is what I'd like to know. Someone who firmly stands behind that hat, I would love and maybe you can comment. I would love for them to tell me why they so adamantly vehemently like they stand behind that hat why Kanye and Trump right that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying what is the whole what what is it what are what are we saying when we stand behind that hat because as someone who is on the more liberal side it uh, immediately equates to like Nazis just like you said but maybe that's not what they think it is maybe it's more like I think a lot of it is more about like taking care of America first taxes I don't fucking know. Like, I think it's more like take of my Kate. Like, we don't want any more immigrants because we need to like, they're the kind of people when you're like, oh, I adopted a kid from China. And they're like, why the fuck did you adopt a kid from China? Why not adopt one from the South side? And you're like, I don't know, man, because I just couldn't get a baby from the South. I don't know. Like, but that is not, or maybe because I wanted to help another country out or maybe because that child I connected with or whatever the fuck it is. But I think that they specifically want to help America first and I maybe that's what it is and I want to know how they think that that hat is accomplishing that because if anything it's dividing this country further they're not achieving that goal well okay I mean we have two issues here right because we have the issue of what make America great again those hat and that merchandise means we also have a whole issue of Kanye West (laughs) right 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 but but the fact that he chose to wear it what sentiment is he trying to embody by wearing that hat I don't understand well that's what I'm saying I'm saying Kanye West is one thing and another man wearing it could be another I guess because Kanye to me he just seems to be getting because I used to be a Kanye West fan back in the day like back in the day he had I mean his he is a talented musician right um, but uh, he felt more real back when I like when he first came out and got popular. I was like really digging him. When and he I was, did like, through the wire and stuff like that felt so relatable. Even Jesus walks was beautiful. Yes. Like 
all of that stuff. I felt. I mean, that song used to move me so much, and now I just don't understand where he's landed. Well, also, I and I'm a fan of the Kardashians, the show. Like, mm-hmm. I watch it. I want the best for all of them. I'm not someone who's like, fuck them. I hope they <laughs> burn in a forest fire. You yeah, know those I mean? people. I mean, I, back I, off. Who cares? They're just people. Yeah, I, I, I like. I actually support them in a way. I, I do. However. Even his marriage to Kim seems so removed. When I watch them together, it's like it doesn't feel she like. She took a photo of, sorry to interrupt you, but she took a photo of them on the beach and she goes, He usually sleeps through all of vacation, but I finally got him out to the beach. I'm like, This motherfucker goes on vacation with his wife and basically leaves her alone the whole time. He sleeps the whole time he's on vacation and leaves her to fend for herself. I saw that and she said it like it was like a joke. Like, this is just what men do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, to me, linked to this patriarchy thing falling. It's like, Bitch, wake your husband up. Tell him to get the fuck outside. You're on vacation, I don't think they're the right match, actually. I mean, on one hand, it looks like it because they're both douches together. I kind of like like her. I mean, I think she's sort of cute and sweet. I don't don't think that they're... She used to be with that dude, Chris Humphreys. He at least checked her. That's why she left him, though. Yeah, probably. It's because he was checking her too much because she was doing some real superficial shit like to a degree it's fine but he was like yo honey like I support you but like this is getting too far this is ridiculous and she was like oh I'm gonna go with someone who it'll never be too far Kanye just pushes her farther and farther but is that where she really wants to be you know how many fights they get into where she's like I can't believe you just said that you're fucking with our money and then he puts out rap songs being like she she wouldn't leave me I knew she wouldn't leave me I'm just like ugh them as a couple I'm not into it Kanye's broke isn't he like isn't he super broke he's like rich broke I mean, he's got her money, but I last time I heard he like needed 30 mil to pay off some debt that he, I don't know. It's real, it's interesting because I think him as like a personal entity has money, but like he, when he started his business, that, a lot of that went under. I so it's know. like, I mean, I, I can't even speak on it. I don't know any of it, but according to him, he's not broke, but his business is broke or so. Do you know what I mean? Like the, right, his the investment fashion, didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess, you know, and Trump has had. So many things go under, but didn't make him go under like that kind of a thing. Have you ever heard Kim uh, Trump talk about Kim Jong? No, dude. He's I mean, obs- he's obsessed. Wait, tell me. He's obsessed. He comes back and he's like, <laughs> when when he walks into Who's a obsessed room with Kim, Kim Jong Un. I don't know. So when he he's like when he walks into a room, his people stand up. No. I want my people to stand up for me when I and I'm like, yeah, brah, it's called a dictator. Like that they have to stand up. He's so impressed. He's literally so impressed by the way his subjects and you're like, they have no other choice, dude. They'll get killed. And he's like, when he walks into a room, they stand up. I wish my people would stand. He said that shit. I, you can Google it. You can YouTube it. You can watch him say it. He's like, I want my people to do the same. Here's like, the difference. We ain't doing it. If Dr. Ford walked into a room right now, I the right room, up. we would stand up and yeah, clap for her. Yeah, yeah. But not because we're scared she would kill us. Yeah. You know, he, Trump is talking about power through fear. Yeah. And this is that's the whole thing that we're trying. This whole podcast is like saying... That's not real power. A little bug on me. That is not real power. That's not real power. And Kim Jong, yeah, Kim Jong Un. That's, I mean, it's a dictatorship, and it's that's just you know comparing the Nazi symbol once again to make America great again. It's those kinds of comments and things like that that make the comparison real. And this is also the dude who said, "Grab her by the pussy." And the, and bef- that's all we remember. But before that, he was saying like. I'm rich. They let me do whatever yep. I want. I can grab her by the pussy. And, and a man has like, been accused by many women of sexual yeah, assault. Yeah, and, and he's like, 
I think he's a great guy. And you're like, dude, you're, you can't weigh in on this situation. You are encouraging people to grab women by the pussy because as long as you're rich, they won't do anything about it. And you're like, this is exactly the culture we're trying to get out of. So I just can't. I mean, I, I really would like to be the kind of person who can see things from both sides, understand what the hat is about, understand what the movement is about. But when he says stuff like that, I don't respect anybody who get it behind a leader like that. But I like think that. we do as best we can. Like, if I'm going to be real honest about what I think that Make America Great Again stands for, I think it's the people in the Midwest who feel forgotten about. Right. And and I can always get down with people who feel that their voices aren't being heard. I want to hear them. As yeah. long as it's not steeped in trying to keep other people down. down. Or like to revert back to a time when they were down. And so they felt great because they were down and they were prospering. And you're like, dude, we're not there anymore. We're just not there. Move forward. Find your way to advance. Yes, I want the government to protect you. Yes, I want the government to help you get ahead and take care of our farmers, but not at the expense of other people. No, of course not. And um, environmental issues are huge too, especially with what's going on. Like the oceans are dying. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's the most terrible. And let's say this. When the oceans are dead, we're dead. Yeah, yeah. When the trees are gone, we're gone. Yeah. You know, way before that. Oh, yeah. But you get what I'm saying. Like, it's like environmental issues. It's about caring about Mother Earth and ourselves. It's also a selfish decision in a good way. Um, Caring about animals. It's a self-love thing. Yeah. We're taking care of ourselves. We're taking care of the Earth. We're taking care of the thing that gave birth to us. Like, it's... It's insane. Yeah. To everyone, don't be so removed from yourself, your soul, nature, animals that you think that we could be fine without them. And there was this amazing video. I actually posted on my Invasion of Privacy page. And by the way, everyone, I have an Invasion of Privacy page. I just started posting on it again, I guess, like five months ago. But it was this video. Like, it's hard to know the full context, but it's like, you know, it's this like white woman from her arm and her voice, essentially. (laughs) And she's like... She's like, it starts with her like yelling at a bear. She's yelling at a bear like it's a human, by the way. What is she it's, saying? It's, I have to show you. I should have showed you this before. It's unreal where she's like, bear, don't hurt my kayak, bear. This is, I swear to God, I'm not even, bear, no. She's saying bear like it's his name. You know, she's like, bear, <laughs> don't. And then, so the bear leaves her kayak alone and starts walking towards her. She's like, I swear to God, I'll spray you. I'll pepper spray you. Bear. The bear comes like. Bear doesn't even look like it's attacking her. It looks like the bear's like, what the fuck's going on like, with this bitch? bitch? Why are you What's happening? Yeah. She pepper sprays the bear, which you feel for the bear. Yeah. You're, like the bear didn't look like she pepper sprayed. You're like, bear. And I don't, it's, it's very confusing though. Cause you're like, where is she? Like, how did this even happen? So she pepper sprays the bear. The bear gets pissed, turns her. First of all, she's lucky. Cause that bear could have gone through the pepper spray and mauled her. And just her. swiped her. The bear turns around, goes to her kayak She's like, no, bear, no. What did I do to you? Why are you doing that? The bear does purposely fuck up her kayak. Good for him. It was one of the most unreal. Word up, bear. The bear totally, per- like the bear knew English or something. Do you know what I mean? Well, he knew vibes. He was like, that bitch really does not want me to touch her kayak. She's annoying you She just shit. pepper sprayed me. She just pepper sprayed me. I'm not going to kill her, but I'm going to go fuck up that kayak. And she's like, she's like, why? Why are you doing this, bear? <laughs> it was, it's so crazy. It honestly reminded me. So when I went to University of Maryland, there was this huge tornado that came through. It was fucking scary. Yikes. If I had literally been out walking, because I, I always go to the gym, yeah. I would have been done. Like yeah. it, it just tore up this one parking lot that I would walk through, right? Wow. So it, it came through. Um, two, two girls did die. It was fucking awful. Wow. Um, 
So I'm walking through the parking lot and like cars were just all over the place. Like one of those things where like, I'm lucky to be alive. Right. right? Like that, that was a moment of like, oh, wow. Whoever made it through, like this is one of those moments. Right. So this rich white girl comes running out of a building. Okay. To her like Beamer or whatever. It was like a nice fucking Mm -hmm. car and all the windows were done Mm -hmm. but the car was kind of fine like literally next to her car was like a jeep completely turned over there were like beams that had completely gone you know she comes running out literally literally doing the why me thing like when uh nancy kerrigan got fucking yeah yeah she was literally screaming why me and her car was one of the least damaged and i remember like looking at it like Mm. wow like i get it like this sucks but like Look around you. Your car is fine, girl. You're fine. You're fine. You know, your car is still in the upright position. Like, yes, replacing the windows. We're going to replace suck. some windows. Insurance is going to cover it. It was a fucking tornado. You're it's good. clearly not your fault. And clearly you have a Beamer and you're like 20 or 19. Like, right. you're being taken care of. Like, right. may- I don't know. But it was like one of those moments with the bear where I like, yes, it sucks to have your kayak fucked up. But like, bitch, you pepper sprayed a bear. Right. Like, if you're that scared of the bear go away like she's yelling at it to leave her kayak alone and then pepper sprays it like that bear just like just, almost yeah. looked at her and tore apart the- I, I i to me i was like mother nature at its <laughs> finest i have a quote that i think of all the time and i want to know i don't know how much time we have left but i'd love to have your feedback on yeah it do quick. it all right so i like to go running through this trail by my house and it is a pretty secluded trail and i remember one time it was pretty rainy and i put my little parka thing on and I'm like going to go running and like five minutes into this run. I'm like, I am not going to be one of these fucking dumb white bitches that gets murdered while running on a rainy day through this tiny trail. So I'm gonna go ahead and go home now. And I literally like after three quarters of a mile, turned around and ran back to my car. And then I got in my car and I thought to myself, actually I thought it while I was running. There's a quote and I don't know who it's attributed to, but it's a, Men are afraid that women will laugh at them and women are afraid that men will kill them. And that's what crossed my mind and I, as I was running because I, I felt this like fear all of a sudden. You're alone. It's rainy. Someone pops up out of somewhere. You're done for. There's, there's no way you're getting out of here. And then I realized how fucked up that was that I had to think that in the car. I had to think someone like your fear is that someone's going to murder you when you're alone and out. And that is the shift in the culture that we need to that we need to see. Why do I have to be afraid that just because I'm a woman, a man is going to kill me if I'm alone? I mean, it's a terrifying thing and it does link to the parties and all of that. Yeah, it, that's what I'm like, saying. Um, but right now it is the reality we live in where you do have to be. It sucks, but the reality is like more awareness is required. And um, I've been there too where I want to like either run or walk through a place and then suddenly intuition or something this goes feeling goes don't do it it's not worth it which is unfortunate because it's often involving nature and yeah, wanting I just to, wanted be... to have like a beautiful healthy afternoon it was a little bit of a rainy yeah. day i was feeling down i thought i would run get my endorphins up feel exhausted have a good night's sleep just do all these things that were going to be great for me and i that quote hit my head where it's like literally like somehow our culture has gotten to a place where we are men are so afraid of us judging them and speaking to them and and talking down to them and their only reaction to it is like physical violence or or some sort of dominance aggression like and and i thought to myself that's where we need to find the shift in the culture no matter what a man shouldn't ever feel like it is acceptable to rape me in the park because i'm by myself 
and and just the the horror um that someone has to be living with to be able to to rape someone totally um you know that's another it's unimaginable and and my heart and i know this is gonna sound crazy right my heart goes out to (laughs) this is gonna sound fucked even the rapists who i don't know what has happened to them or what the fuck's going on to make you ever be that disconnected or that enraged or entitled or whatever it is but like somehow we need to find all of us together the cure for it you know and um I think this is it I think the speaking up the pushing back I think this is how you change that culture and I'm so happy it's happening this is this is my limit we have hit it like because I feel like I did grow up in a state and I'm sure that even in like less civilized states and I don't mean that in this shitty way but I mean it a little bit of a shitty way like a less civilized state than New Jersey it happens a lot more do you know what I mean like that stuff at parties happens a lot more than it does it reminds here. me, you might have seen this video too on Facebook. It was another, it might have even been Thailand, where there was a group of white male tourists with this entitlement thing we're talking about, where it's like, I'm a white male in another country. I, and the, they're drunk. And this one dude, he like gropes this woman um, walking by who's a local. And she and, and her friends, but mostly her, she fucking takes him out. Yes. She fucking... I guess she like knew some kind of martial arts or not. Who knows? But she just fuck it. it it's beautiful. You watch her just take him out. And it's like things like that. Yeah. Um, whether it's with you're verbally taking him out or, or actually whatever, physically, yeah. it's like we've had enough. Um, so good. It, it makes people wake the fuck up. Like I'm so happy. We're not this your is objects. Happening. Yeah. I'm yeah. so happy. This is happening. I, I couldn't be more thrilled. And, uh, and like I posted that other thing that like, girls are not the casualty to like men's coming of age, coming of age stories like we should never be like it's crazy that we're still having to have these conversations and it's crazy that i think that while they were happening to us while these things were happening to us growing up we kind of felt like it was okay not okay but it was like part of the culture that we were supposed to hold these things in and suffer through them because we were women yeah it's crazy to think that yeah well the times they are a changing yeah. People are getting more scared in a good way to abuse their power. Yeah. You know how many men are shaking right now who were in those situations years and years ago? Right now they have families, but 20 or 30 years ago, they assaulted a woman, but they wouldn't even call it assault. Well, they I don't think like, they're shaking. That's what actually, I, I've said something really similar. And then one of my friends said to me, like, most of those guys still don't think they did anything wrong. Some of them are quaking. I, I can so. feel it. I so. uh, not all of them, but there are some that are like, and maybe even some of the quote unquote good dudes are starting to think like, wait. I was also thinking, I was also thinking that if you're a good dude and this is happening and you're thinking to yourself, I did some fucked up things when I was younger. It doesn't mean that you have to push back against this movement. I think that the enlightenment, like the enlightenment and the, and the progression comes with saying I did those things and they were wrong. And I'm going to make sure that my children or whoever, or that I get behind the people who are trying to fix this. I don't think that we have to, I don't think that they should hide and be like, fuck this chick that never happened that way no it did happen that way and if you did it too it's cool you can still get on her side right. it's not cool but you can still get on right her it's side. not cool <laughs> no, but, but I like you saying. can accept it and you can sit with it and it can feel however it feels so you don't have to try it you're you, don't you can to, change you don't have to defend yourself yes. by getting on his side amen i agree yeah this is a big time of all of us to go with it because it even makes me know i'm not 
a man who's ever assaulted someone, but I've definitely misused my power in different situations, whether it was with an ex or my son. And like, it's a time to not only point the finger, but for all of us to go within and be like, in what areas of my life have I misused my power? Because mm-hmm. we're all trying our best, I think. Um, and it's a time, it's a big shift in evolution for us to go, to switch from victim mentality to like this empowered mode of like, speaking our truth and trying to figure out a solution for all of us, not just for the people, but for the environment, for animals. Like a lot of us are getting to the point where we've had enough of navigating life the way we've all been. We're seeing the brokenness and it's like it, we're, we're ready for a change. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Kate Wolf. Yeah, and driving out here. Where can people find you if you want to be found? Like what account on Instagram should they follow? Uh, If you want to check out my work, I am an interior designer. And my work is at Tina Constis on Instagram. It's pretty much the only place. Okay, so follow her there. Um, if you try to follow her personal account, she ain't going to accept that. Nope. She's a lot more private than me. So it's Tina Constis, my whole name. That's the account you want to follow. With the K. Last name. Yep, K-O-N-S-T-I-S. Awesome. And for me on Twitter and Instagram, yeah, Twitter and Instagram at the Kate Wolf, two Fs. If you'd like a healing, it's kwolf27 at gmail.com. Check out my album, 1111 on iTunes and um, Labia Game. Yes, girl. My music video, which believe it or not, and some people didn't get this, Labia Game is about this, by the way. It's supposed to be a woman speaking her truth, even though it's quote unquote vile or inappropriate. It's, it wasn't about me getting dick for anyone who you know what I mean it really wasn't like yes do I look sexy in it like sure but it's do you know what I mean and that's not trying to toot my own horn I'm wearing sexy outfits but it's like it's me being like this is my body I'm allowed to I'm allowed to curse I'm allowed to talk about my period I'm I'm claiming this stuff for me and for women um if you've never heard labia game definitely check it out it is exactly about this stuff I was trying to and even when I had my panic attack during it I was literally talking to Gaia the mother during it it felt like um there was a rape wound present of just like women are not here for you to just use to your advantage you know so not everyone got that but that ultimately was the vibe is like I'm gonna speak the way I want to speak even if you think it's fucking rude or not woman like whatever Mm -hmm. so anyway everyone thank you so much for listening and yeah bye bye special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.